You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hey, welcome everybody. Michael McIntyre here of McIntyre Next Level Podcast. We are having a amazing day. Man, it is summer in the city. Yeah, baby. It's hot. And so is this podcast. It's hot too. We've got a hot guest on here. Not only does he look hot, he is hot. And uh, so I want to welcome my friend, Joe Newton. Let me just tell you a little bit about Joe because this cat's killing it, man. Joe is a business process consultant who works with companies in industry ranging from construction, real estate, educational services. He's also a gifted connector who loves using his experience, skills, relationships to empower and develop other entrepreneurs and business owners to advance the kingdom of God. He endeavors to epitomize excellence, integrity, and joy in everything he does. And aside from consulting, he's a licensed real estate agent, investor, co-host, and fights crime on the side. Cause he's Joe Newton, baby, the founder of EIJ Solutions. Welcome Joe Newton, I'm glad you're here, brother. Hey, it's good to be here. Thank you for the slight amount of encouragement this morning. It, it feels good <laughs> to start my day. <laughs> amen, amen. Hey, listen, I want, I want our listeners to know we go back about eight, nine years, I guess, because I think I met you first at uh, Upper Room and back when you were single and uh, <laughs> didn't have any kids and you were just like out there running amok, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, I remember you, uh, number one, by your distinctive, amazing laugh, which is really infectious and disturbing at sometimes in the middle of a restaurant. Uh, but the other, th the other thing is, it's just your, your, you've got such prophetic giftings. And I remember when Hatsmiller was in there and we were have, you would show up and mm. on equipping nights and you would sit there and you had such a way of reading mail uh, of people's hearts and God would speak to you in these ways. And so I was always impressed with you, Joe. And then obviously uh, you met uh, your amazing wife and my daughter was in your wedding and uh, we went there and it was a rainy night, but it was a beautiful night. I remember it well. And so we've got to watch you grow up and you've had, you got a baby now and you've got business going and you got your own podcast deal going. So I want you to share with our audience because you are truly a godly man. You're a brilliant business guy. And just tell us, you know, your walk in this thing and, and about this. And, and, you know, I remember you and Hats, Stacy had some things going on and you and Hats came to our house shortly after we started going to Upper Room and, and uh, prayed over uh, Stacy and, and healed her. And so it was really an incredible experience. So Joe, tell us, tell us about all that and, and, and tell us what's <laughs> up, man. About all of that. So uh, give you a rundown of the last 10 years of my life. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's been quite the journey. Yeah, going from a single guy uh, working in a, a desk job, and then uh, finding my amazing wife was was awesome. I'll tell you, McIntyre. I, I don't know how much we get into this, but as I was praying before, something that's been really big for me lately has been digging into the. I, I don't know if it's the importance of failure 
or at least the the uh, the embracing of failure. So, as you were bringing up all of those different times in my life, like there are the the happy moments with that, but like with the the prophetic, it's you know for a second I thought you were gonna ask me about like, well, how'd you get there? And it was gonna be like, well, I failed a ton. I got. <laughs> Words that were totally wrong, uh, that were incorrect. I prayed for hundreds of people who didn't get healed. And uh, I, I feel like, yeah, it's been a learning journey as far as embracing failure, but and enjoying that. The last couple of months, I, I feel like I've started to learn more and more how to be appreciative of, of all the times that I've failed. So, wow. Well, that, that's the difference between you and I, Joe, because, you know, I have never failed in my prophecy. <laughs> That's why I hang out with you. I'm, I'm hoping some of that uh, uh, moo moo juju, uh, you know, gets on to me. <laughs> oh, amen. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, you know, we've seen you transform, you know, from, you know, uh, a wild and crazy bachelor. And now you're like this, 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 this really, you know, which is not true. I mean, you've always been a solid citizen, but I just, I just like the metamorphosis that you've gone through and the experience that you have. And when we've sat down and talked before and, um, you know, and done things, I'm always impressed with your, uh, number one, your logic in the process. And where do you think that skill came from in the business process that you have? Yeah. So it's, it's a couple of places. One, I, I, when I got, so how I, I originally got into like owning my own business, I had been working at a coffee shop and told them the best thing they could do is break my job into two parts and fire me and save about half my salary, which they did. And then I went from there and needed to figure out what to do next. And my amazing wife was like, you know, you always talk about real estate. Why don't you do that? So we talked to Mr. Budget, worked it out to where we could live off her teacher's salary at the time. And uh, I, I jumped into real estate having no idea anything about business. I mean, technically I'd run a coffee shop. I was running a business, but I, I, I didn't know about systems, processes, lead generation, and so at that point, it just became a discovery process. I, I've always loved learning. So for me, I, I was started reading books voraciously. I started taking classes. And then specifically the, the system, the first time I knew that there was a thing called systems and processes was I'd invested into a, a 90-day boot camp. And this guy, Joshua Smith, he had tattoos all over his body, but uh, was a very successful real estate agent and had built a team. And he started talking about the importance of systems and processes. And, and so that's where the, 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 the sprinkles began to land in my, in my brain. And I began to even chew on that. And then slowly over time, I feel like I've learned it more and more. And I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't know how I survived <laughs> until now without that, because I, I was recently talking to a, a new acquaintance and he began to tell me about his son who has dyslexia, which, which I have, and how he's grown this really amazing business, but it's only been because he learned about checklists and systems and processes and found that consistency for him. And, when, and a light bulb went off in my head for that. I was like, oh my geez, that's 
that's why I, I love this, why this is so good for me is because it makes my life easier and I don't have to think as much because <laughs> I, I, I will forget and I'll get things backwards if, if I don't. So Wow, that's impressive. All right, so you, you brought up amazing points in that in, in that in that rant you just did. And I want to ask, uh, I want to ask this, uh, how, you know, because you know who I am, Joe, we've known each other. You've worked with me. You've, you've advised me, you've done stuff with me and, and will more so in the future. But how is it for people like me? You know, you know, my ilk, you know, who I am entrepreneur, you know, and, uh, how is it? Cause I'm not a systems and a process. I see how it should be, but to yeah. get it in that process, you know, that kind of thing really bores me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how do you work with, how do you see what is, cause I, I know the importance of this, but spell mm -hmm. it out really logically and simply for our listeners out there for some of it. Cause we have a lot of entrepreneurs listen, business people wanting yeah. to get into business, or maybe they just have a side hustle that they want to, you know, get better at. What is the importance of those systems and process in the key to making more money? Yeah. Good question. And that is literally the conversation I've had with every single person I've worked with. They say, I know it's important. I know I should do it, but I hate it. And, and I totally get that. And I think the only reason that I somewhat enjoy it is because I see the, the ease that it's, it's brought to my life. Cause I'm not naturally a systems and processes person. Like I said, I, I've got dyslexia, ADD, like I'm, I'm distracted. And so for the business person, I, I would say systems and processes make your life easier and make you more money because they bring consistency to your business and they make it easier for you to do the thing that you really want to do. Why do you get into business? To make money and to have free time, right? That's, that's the dream to, to be living in Cabo half the time on the beach and, and checking in on your business because you've made a business and, and, and that should be where you want to get. But without systems and processes, without answering the question, because here's simply what process mapping or, or systems and processes are. It's answering the question, who is doing what by when? And if you can start thinking that way, so instead of Terry is doing this and Bob is doing that. Instead of thinking of it person and task, if you start thinking of it in role or department and responsibilities, then you know that, okay, whether Terry gets hit by a bus or not, I have on paper exactly what they do, when they do it and when they do it by, so I can hand that to someone off and have them do it. And I can have them be accountable. So I know it's going to get done consistently for me every day. So it brings me that piece. So that's, that's the importance for me is the consistency and the accountability that it brings. Yeah. So that's really good. So it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, you know, for me, like a things to do list, you know, scratching off my things to do list, it gives you that piece so you can go to sleep and going to bed at night, knowing that, okay, if something does happen, if I do want to go to Cabo for two weeks, you know, things <laughs> are going to still move forward. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I, and I think that's really important. So, uh, all right. So with, with your, experience what do you think what do you feel the number one issue for most entrepreneurs are out there in in formulating the systems and process why don't they see it i know there probably is some who have that engineering mind yeah yeah uh they yeah. have that analytical mind but you know you know that's not me and that i would probably say that's probably half of the entrepreneurs are not that way maybe more so how do you cut through that to get to them to say yes i need this 
Yeah. So I do it the same way that I discovered for myself, which was that saying, how do you eat an elephant? You know, one bite at a time. So I, I don't do well with complex things. I, I've got buddies out there who can do algorithms and things and are working with Google. And I, my brain does not work that way. I have to simplify, simplify, simplify. So I start up from a 30,000 foot or more view and, and I begin there and I ask myself the simple question. So like when I work with a, a client and we begin to, to do the first process map, the first one is what is the beginning step? Where, where does this process begin? Where does this process end? And what are the three steps in the middle? I, I don't want any more. Don't want to be less. Like give me the five steps because I know you can do that. And that's, that's really big. It's that whole atomic habits thing as far as just making things easier for yourself. So I, I, I try to simplify it as much as possible, start at a big high level, and then slowly work my way down. And I think another thing for entrepreneurs, especially if you're trying to do it on your own, is it's time block. Set a, a specific time. Literally, I, I will get a, you know, set my timer on my phone and say, I'm going to work on this for, start with 10 minutes, 10 minutes. I'm going to do this for 10 minutes and then I'm going to come back to it tomorrow or next week or whenever it is. So making it super simple, super easy is, is how I would say to start. Cause we, it's not fun for most people, you know, so that, that, that would be how I would say is, is simplify so it and, 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 and bite size it. That is so good. And listeners, I'm going to point out a platinum nugget here. That right there is a platinum nugget. Okay. It's not fun for most of you. If you don't have the money to hire somebody like Joe, this is how you start. This is how you start eating the elephant, right? Do a 10 minute block. And what I hear you saying, Joe, is do a 10 minute block and you'll start developing that muscle and maybe, yes. maybe take that 10 minute block to the 20 minutes the next week. And then maybe after that may take it to 30 minutes and stay at 30 minutes for a little while and then expand it out. So I think, and for some of us, especially uh, some of us entrepreneurs out there who are, you know, they see the big picture and they see it, but they just don't know how to get granular in it. And I think this is a good way for them to do that. So that's really good listeners. Platinum moment, baby. I love those <laughs> platinum moments, man. All right. So, um, so, all right, Joe, so you've got this thing going and you're really gifted at it and you're talented at it. When did you, let's get into the swirl a little bit. You want to? Yeah. Swirl me up. All right. <laughs> so, uh, I've seen you in front of the room and I've seen you, uh, you know, prophesy and I've seen you do some really things. When did God, when did you start hearing God's voice or hearing how he speaks to you? And what was that process? What church did you grow up in? Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> So I, I went to church growing up uh, at two different times. It was either when life got really tough, and so my mom said we need to get back to church, uh, or it was when I'd go and visit or live with my grandmother, who was an amazing praying grandmother worth her weight in gold, and uh, she, she would take me to church. But because I grew up in the Bible Belt, I considered myself Christian, even though by the time I was in high school, it would have been like, you a Christian? Yeah, I'm a Christian. Well, what do you believe? I mean, reincarnation, you know, I don't know about that whole Jonah and the whale thing, but you know, like this seems good, but are you, of course I'm a Christian. Everyone's a Christian. Um, so that's, that's kind of how I, I grew up. Luckily, again, I had amazing people praying for me and when I was graduating high school, I actually had a girl I was dating who was telling me about the spiritual gifts for the first time in any, any detail. And uh, a long story short, 
she broke my heart, but the night we broke up, when I was dropping her off at her house, she led me into speaking in tongues. Wow. And uh, I ended up going to a in-home fellowship that her father runs, and he became an amazing spiritual father and mentor to me. And they got in the Bible, like I started learning the Greek, the Hebrew, the Aramaic, the context, how to study the word, as well as how to begin to hear God's voice. Uh, and so that's, that's where it really began for me. Like, I'm, I'm sure he was talking to me before then, but in a, in a tangible way, that's, that's where I began to hear God's voice. Wow. That's awesome. And so what gave you the strength or the energy or the, the, uh, the gift or, or the courage to get up in front of the room and start prophesying over, <laughs> you know, people you had no idea who they were. Uh, um, I'm wanting to just say, you know, stupidity or ignorance, but um, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure part of it was I, I, I have a theater background. So, you know, as every process consultant, I have a, you know, BFA in classical acting, you know, yeah. Um, so very well qualified in that sense. But so I, I was used to at least getting up in front of people. And then I think it was just two things. One was having people empower me. So like hats, uh, you know, saying, hey, I want you to get up here. You're teachable. Like, step out. I want you to step out and, and begin to do this. So amazing people who empowered me. And then the other was uh, years uh, in between all of that, a buddy of mine had seen, you know, one of those Todd White videos uh, and was like, hey, you want to go do that? So three to four times a week, I was going out trying to find sick people for better or worse in Walmarts and other places and, and pray and prophesy with them. And so, yeah, just stepping out consistently with other people uh, was, was the way. And, and again, as I mentioned before, failing a ton, uh, but getting very excited in those times and confident when, when you do get it right. Yeah. Amen. That's awesome, man. I love that. And uh, so, all right, let's, so you did remind me of your theater background. So tell me about that. What, <laughs> what, 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 I mean, did, you know, did you do Hamlet Shakespeare or did you play, you know, uh, Snoopy in, in the peanuts cartoon? What, 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 what'd you, what, what'd you do? <laughs> yeah. So my, my, my degree was, was classically based. And what that means is it's very language oriented. So Shakespeare, Moliere, uh, Chekhov, all, all of the guys who use a lot of language. Uh, so I, I, I studied, I studied rhetoric a ton, which works out, you know, I mean, what's, what is rhetoric? It's the, the art of convincing someone. And so through language, which is also sales, it turns out. Um, you know, so, so yeah, that's, that's, that, that's, that, that was my degree. No Snoopy. I'm not a singer. I say I sing as good as the person next to me. Uh, in, in the good. choir. I, I, I'm not a, uh, that, that's not my, my board talent. That's awesome. That's really good. Okay. So that, let's say uh, you've got, you, you walk in to what is, what's the first thing that you look at? You know, you got an entrepreneur and client and he comes in, you know, they're kind of doing okay. You know, they're got a half million dollars, million dollars, couple million dollars in revenue, whatever, but they want to grow more. What, what is it that you, what do you look at first in that, in that process? Yeah. So the first time, anytime I meet anyone, I want to have a decent sized conversation, one, to just understand their mindset and their business. And if I start hearing red flags, like when I ask about certain systems or documentation or roles, if the phrase continues to come out of their mouth, well, that's in, it's in, it's in my head or 
yeah, I do that pretty consistent. But if I hear that phrase a ton, I know that most likely this is my ideal client because that is one of the biggest things. Because when you're first starting off, I mean, you're not going to be like Joe and go through and process map out, out all your systems because most people would never get started if they did that. Like most entrepreneurs who end up being successful are fail monsters. They are going to run and slam into the door and slam into the door and until they, they get through and they're wearing every single hat and they're working all kinds of hours. Like they're hard, dedicated workers. So they, I, for most people, it doesn't even make sense for them to begin to, to think the way that I do until later. But if, if I'm talking to them and they say it's in my head a lot, that's where I'll begin to start to ask more questions to understand their specific industry. And then from there, we go into basically the process that I have set up. And the first step of that would be having them to start think of their business as departments. I, I asked the question, okay, you have a hundred people working for you now and it's departments who are responsible for specific tasks instead of people. What are those departments? So that we can take the names out of it. I don't, I don't care who the person is that actually does it. I want them to begin to think about what are those departments that there, and then we go through and we do the process mapping again, not sexy. It's just business. We, 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 we say, okay, what's the first step? What's the last step? And then we go through what's the next step, next step, next step, and who's responsible for each step. Sounds and then, good. and then we, we go from there and then uh, it's cool because one, really the consulting is, is an excuse to get in front of people. Cause my heart really is to, to share God, with them and to help them pull that out of themselves as well. Cause I I'm not bringing anything to the process other than what's already in their head. Right. Like, but if God can give me some insight as how to provoke them and help them, I, I, I can bring that extra little value to it as well. So that's a huge value. <clears throat> that's really good. All right. So, uh, so I know your wife and, uh, Brianna and her are friends obviously. And, and, uh, <laughs> so tell us, uh, because you know, uh, tell us how you met Taylor. Yeah. So we met at the upper room and, uh, the very first time we met was at a, uh, a friend of ours who they were screening one of the, I forget if it was father of lights or, uh, one of those movies. Um, she came big crowd. We met really quick, but the way we became friends was every Friday night, there was a group of us who went down to an area of town called the West end. And we just went down there to love people, whether that was to pray for the sick, buy meals, prophesy. Uh, we'd just go down there for a couple of hours every single week. And for about a year, Taylor and I were part of that main group that went down there and we got to know each other. And uh, eventually God told her that we were going to get married. I was a little slow in the uptake, but uh, I got there eventually. <laughs> and uh, uh, a funny side story with that. So we decided let's go on a date. Our, I believe it was our second date or our first date. We had both independently signed up for Danny Silk's Define the Relationship, awesome. which the upper room told us was, you know, hey, singles, come be a part of it. But when we walked into the room, it was actually a pre-marriage class. So... <laughs> You know, whether she felt locked in at that point, I don't know, but <laughs> it's, awesome. it's worked out so good so far. Yes, so. it has. It has. She's an amazing woman. She's very educated and very smart. And uh, yeah. you, you guys make a great team. And I, I just, I love it. And you've got a, you've got a, you've got a child now too. It's true. He's amazing. How old is he? He's about uh, 
20 months ish. You know, Sorry. I married her for her math. So I'm, I'm looking forward to when he's two. And I can just say two. Um, yeah. She's a math genius. So, so, uh, so fatherhood ha- hasn't changed your life at all. Has it? <laughs> it has changed the the day to day. I will say that there yeah. have been a lot of new challenges and I mean, you know, having to wake up early and wrangle a toddler uh, yeah. in the morning. Changes changes my day to day a little bit. <laughs> Amen. Well, I just love it because we, Stacy and I, and you know, Brianna, we all kind of followed your 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 process here in life and, and doing life with you has been really cool, Joe. All right, so, um, all right, so if if I had to say what 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 you know maybe three things that makes Joe Newton different from uh, the average cat on the street doing doing this consulting, what would those three things be? What's your diff? <laughs> what is your differentiation, Joe? Yeah, well, I mean, the biggest one is that I'm I'm filled with the spirit, and I endeavor to partner with the uh, guy who breathes into dirt, and uh, a man jumps up. So that's that's number one. That's that's the the biggest one, and 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 I do believe that that is a is a difference. Uh, the second is is that I actually deliver something that I, I want to make sure that all of my clients walk away with something. I don't just want to have a weekly meeting with you and be like, how are things going? I'm not an accountability partner. I will help you create a plan to do that, but that's that's not who I am. Like we we want to have specific deliverables and see a change within your business. So I, I think that that one as well would probably be the biggest two. Okay, that's good. That's really good. All right. So one of the things I always ask everybody I interview, which I think you know, I think you interviewed me in your podcast. Uh, oh yeah. What was it about? You know. A year ago, ten years ago, how long ago was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, about that. Almost a year ago, I think yeah, it was almost wow. exactly. You a guys, year ago. you guys yeah. had this really killer deal or setup, man. You guys were like, I walk in, you guys got this whole studio, man. It's like, you know, you had a green room, you had, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, water with cucumbers in it. You had the person in there doing my makeup. I mean, it was like, dang, you guys are like bomb. You guys are on, you guys are on point and had all these headphones, man. I felt like I was at, at CBS studios. So, uh, I mean, luckily we were able to mortgage my house uh, the week before. So, so we were able to pull that off last minute. Well, it's good. We'll, we'll tell our listeners about your podcast. And then I want, I want, I want also, uh, I want uh, the questions I always ask is what books are you reading now or book you're reading now and what scripture you're sitting on? Yeah. So uh, the podcast, that was first, right? Um, yes. the, the podcast is called The Eternal Entrepreneur. And it's all about how do you find freedom by partnering with God in your business as an entrepreneur. So we have awesome people like the Mac- Michael McIntyre on there. And then we also do every Monday, we have what we call lunch breaks, which are a 15, 20 minute episode that answers a specific question and gives you an actionable uh, to walk away with. So how do I hear God in my business? How do I create goals within my business? Should I go to court? as a business owner and a Christian, I mean, we go through all these specific questions and then give you an action to take at the end. Wow. That's so, awesome. So Sean Bowles should be nervous about you creeping up on him on his podcast. Count. Yeah. 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 We're actually going to do a merger and acquisition kind of thing. See if we can bring it together. Yeah. Come on. That's good. That's really, I, I love that. I think that's really good. You know, be, you know, and I, and I've shared a lot of times, you know, I've, you know, uh, about business and, and, and the court and lawsuits and so forth. So that's really, those kind of, those kind of 
practical nuggets are so important and so needed, especially in the Christian community, you know, uh, yeah. which that's really beneficial. Okay. So Joe, what book are you in right now? If you're reading any books, I, I, you know, or you do do yeah. audible because you're dyslexia. What do you, what, what do you do? I, I do tend to do a ton of audible. I, I will. Yeah. I, 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 lately I found out I get a discount if I, on the Kindle version, if I do the audible. So I've been, for you know, much to Taylor's chagrin, I've I've been buying both lately, because uh, I I love to go through and listen. But one of the things I I was convicted on uh, earlier this year, I was listening to I think it's Darren Hardy's um, the Entrepreneurial Roller Coaster, and he was talking about he's like that's great that you've read thirty four books this month, but how much have you actually applied? And I was like, whoa, it's good, that's good. Cause you're right. There are a lot of things that I've started to apply, but it's only because these last 10 books have said the same thing. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I've slowed down on how many books that, that I've I'm consuming and I'm trying to actually apply them a lot more, well, but the, go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. No, I was going to say the, the one that, that I just finished, like just, just finished. It's called Relational Leadership by Ford Taylor. Wow. And I, I listened to the audiobook, going to get the Kindle and go back through it. I, I will tell any business person, I don't care if you are a solopreneur or you have a multi-million dollar company, get this book because I, I, I recently was at a uh, <clears throat> conference with Ford and it turned into as much a marriage conference as it did a business conference. And, and that's what I'm finding out, whether it's with the spiritual gifts, they're the same whether you're, you know, talking and getting a word and praying for your wife as they are when you're at church, as they are when you're in a boardroom, the, the, the spiritual gifts operate literally the same way by love, hearing God in faith, stepping out. And I'm finding that these other principles like, like character, like culture, uh, all of these principles, they, they, they work the exact same way. So relational leadership, Ford Taylor, I, I thought I was living with integrity and, until I read this this book or heard him him read it. Wow, that's so a hu- that's highly a huge, highly recommend. That's a huge endorsement, Joe. Thank you for that that another platinum nugget there. Okay, yeah. so what Bible verse are you sitting on, or you know what book in the Bible are you into right now, or are you even reading the Bible, Joe? The Bible is that new? Is that a? <laughs> that's one of Tony Robbins' books, right? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Gary Vander. We just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, so the the last couple of weeks I've been reading on, I think I, you have to forgive me, the dyslexia, not good with addresses, uh, Psalm 42, I, I believe it is. It's, it's the one that talks about though the earth may, or the, the mountains may fall into the ocean, though the earth may be taken away. The Lord is, 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 is my fortress. He's, he's, he's my, my comforter. Like I, reading through that Psalm consistently, I'm like, oh my geez, literally no matter what is going on, like, like trying to imagine like literally a mountain falling into the ocean. And yet I have, I have a place to run to like wow, God great. is. Yeah. So, so I've been chewing on that one lately. Is, that's is so, that's so awesome. I love that. That's, that's really good. So man, I want to wrap this up because, uh, I've got to go run, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, no, I I want to I want to thank you for spending time with us this morning, Joe. Because you know what you have is uh, 
is such good practicals in, in his kingdom. And I love your, uh, your wanting to bring this thing into a systems and a process and bringing Jesus into the systems and process and hearing from that. And I have sat with you and I have done meetings. I know Brianna has too. And, and you have a, you have a really good way of listening. And I, and you, you know, whatever you have, a, I think you have a superpower. Uh, and that is that you can listen and you have discernment in that listening and putting things into a simpler form, which I think is truly a gift. So, so listeners, if you, you want to contact Joe, how do we contact you, Joe? How do we get a hold of you and, uh, and, and, and say, Hey, you know, Joe, we need your help. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to do a, a, a discovery call, which is basically just a Zoom call with the two of us, no more than that, uh, go to eijsolutions.co, and there are buttons everywhere. Just click on one of them and uh, schedule a Zoom call with me, discovery call. Let's talk. I'd love to hear about your heart. I'd love to pray for you and, and talk to you more. And outside of that, uh, go to the Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast, and we've got a tons of free stuff over there as well to help you in this. So. That's yeah. really good. That's really good. And I, <clears throat> I love that you're in our orbit, Joe, because, you know, over the years, you know, God's put guys like you and other people and other women with us to where it benefits the whole process, because, you know, we, we need, we need all of, we need all the arrows in our quiver, right? Uh, yeah. Because the more arrows we have in our quiver, the better we can, number one, fight the enemy. Number two, create wealth. Create, and, and everybody's wealth is different, right? And uh, yeah. whatever that wealth looks like. And what I hear a lot of people in our uh, orbit is they want to create a legacy, you know? Yeah. And I think a lasting legacy. And I know a lot of people are doing side hustles and want multiple streams of income, and, which is really, really good. But what, what, what you're doing in these processes and these symptoms is making, making it, taking those dreams, taking that, uh, those blueprints that sometimes God downloads in us and putting in into a, a natural format a, a, from supernatural to a natural format to really benefit not, on, not only financially, but spiritually, relationally and physically to where and, 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 and mentally. So you can, and can you, you then can enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I'll say just a, a bonus fact on there when it comes to systems and processes, uh, businesses that have documented systems and processes sell for 20 to 30% more. So yeah, baby, <laughs> show me the money. <laughs> show me the money. <laughs> I love it. Well, Joe Newton, you're a, you're a gem and you're a, a gentleman and a scholar. And we just thank you so much. Uh, we love what you're doing. We love you and your wife and uh, the way you guys show up big time in the community and in, in his kingdom. So, uh, Joe, thanks so much for spending time with us today on the Next Level Podcast with McIntyre. You're a true bl blessing, my friend. Amen. Thank you so much for being here. And everyone listening, you're awesome. I hope you're dealing with that. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome. Hey, and remember to subscribe, rate, and yes. share. Yes? Did yes. Hit, Amen. Did I, did, I, did I hit that tag? <laughs> <laughs> That's part of my systems and process that I always they always tell me you forgot to tell them the system to subscribe. <laughs> so subscribe. All right, Joe. God bless you, brother. Have a great week, man. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.